Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to uh, Contentious Opinions, episode eight. It's amazing. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> After that uh, awful intro, welcome back, guys, to episode eight. Uh, we had a bit of a mess up in the intro there, but... Uh, now we're here officially episode eight how are we doing guys it's the new year it's 2021 after the terrible 2020 that we had <laughs> we're hoping to give you some good content in 2021 so yeah. how are we doing oh you know it's uh, it's a new year new me right i mean uh <laughs> not really because we're in the same place doing the same thing as always but hey here yep. we are 2021 welcome yeah we're uh we're sorry we missed you guys last week the studio was closed just because the university was closed so we uh we missed one week for the first time we did pretty well seven in a row seven i thought in that row. was pretty good uh, we hope to go on an even stronger streak heading into the second semester and the new year. But uh, I'm going to let you uh, say the topic for today. Yeah, for sure. Um, so today we decided to go with something uh, a little more, uh, it could get a little more political. Um, it's definitely a little uh, different than what we've done before. But uh, anyways, without further ado, topic for today, video games lead to violent behavior. All right. Contentious well, it's opinion. It's a contentious opinion. I forgot to yeah. say contentious opinion. But um yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna give my opinion first, and then we'll go for it. So basically, the 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 structure we're gonna do today is our own opinion on the matter, um, based on just off the cuff knowledge, and then we do what we've researched, right? Is yeah, it's like a mix of uh, what we initially think of it, and then uh, we had done some research beforehand just to see uh, if we were wrong or not. If we were wrong or not, but um. So we did do some research, but um, we do have like an opinion beforehand that we discussed. So we will start with that, and then after that, we'll just uh, get into the research near the near the end of the episode. All right, I uh, I'm gonna start us off. I Go think it. it's I think it's wrong. I think video games don't lead to violent behavior. I myself have played many video games over the years, and I've never found myself wanting to kill someone or like <laughs> want or just like a, a well, I sure hope so. A spike <laughs> in maybe anxiety because I yeah knowing video games they can get intense and they can get into like the more the graphics uh become more realistic mm -hmm. and just everything becomes more like real life it could feel like real life right yeah like the storylines and everything storylines in racing games you're in a car going 200 kilometers an hour yeah, stuff like that it's so true. um i don't find myself getting into those tendencies of maybe speeding or having thoughts of killing someone or um abuse or something like anything that has to do with these video games i'm yeah. playing um if if anything i'm learning yeah like i'm I, i'm getting a benefit from them like cognitive cognitive skills like yeah. motivational benefits like stuff like that social benefits even so i think that uh i've definitely learned i i, I wouldn't be as smart as i am i don't think without video games you definitely yeah. gain a whole lot from video games oh i i agree with you like i know that um i know that a lot of a lot of times people they see like the graphic and they see the storylines and they see how intense these games are and then naturally just have the opinion that oh they're gonna lead to people necessarily oh my god there i go again but uh, nice that are gonna have this violent behavior then translate to real life but honestly yeah. in my experience it hasn't been that people have translated virtual the virtual world to the reality you know like even in yeah. terms of like normal games like you can be a chef on a virtual game if you want <laughs> but true. no one's going to go out and then like start cooking right after just because they played a cool cooking game no right? no exactly like 
Like, did you I, ever play a? Did you ever play Papa's Pizzeria or like Papa's like Burgeria? Well, no, Tacoria. I've heard of it, but I've never played that exact one. I've always played like different versions of like that kind of game, where like you get you have to make like five jelly donuts with like different <laughs> yeah, exactly. toppings in like thirty seconds and like stressing. No, exactly. Like I played a game once when I was young called a. I think it was called a Penguin Diner. So it's like I this would. game where you're just like this penguin racing around taking orders from people, <laughs> and then coincidentally I became a waiter. So there, there you go. Well, uh, only well, took me four years after the game. Like there, during my research that I did today for the topic, I I found that a lot of articles were coming back to um, racing games. Yeah, they they kept coming back and saying that like research has shown that racing games have the biggest effect on a person's like actual life mm -hmm. according to like what video games would be if that makes sense so like yeah. uh, uh, racing games have the biggest effect on someone's life video game wise if that makes I, sense i feel like there's probably a bigger sample size too because like i mean you're not going to necessarily be, oh my god i need to stop that but you're not going to see in like violent games for example like let's say you're trying to analyze someone playing a war game you're not going to have that many samples of then someone going up and killing a bunch of people. There are a few, and they're intense, but there's right. not as much. But like speeding, you can analyze that. Like I mean, I mean, insurance companies do it all the time. They do their own research where they can see 18 to 24 year old males right. who played racing games are going to be more at risk to well, uh, speed and stuff like that. Well, this this company did a uh, little um, experiment on got people who played racing games, and mm -hmm. they found that uh, they get the same sensation that they get in the game in real life really it's not like amplified no they get the wow. same sensation because they're driving the car and the car is like in a um what is it uh god i cannot think right now what is it uh, first person yeah so that sounds dangerous though because then if like in real life i mean like you're gonna laugh but like originally when we we always make a document at the start to just put our notes in and then and one of the points i put that we're going to talk about later is that you don't respawn in real life <laughs> so like it's like the same yeah. thing for the racing right like i mean it seems so much dangerous then in real life to get the same sensation that you get in vr because like let's say you crash right in right. your video game even if you have like a super realistic setup and it feels so real you get to respawn you're just in your chair in your living room you know but in real life if you're feeling the same sensations that you do in the chair then you could go a little you know the same type of speed that you're going like 200 kilometers an hour down the highway yeah then, it's definitely it's definitely amplified yeah. then because 200 kilometers per hour in a car in a video game is gonna feel a lot different than 200 kilometers sure. an hour you may a, still get the same well, excitement like the but G it's just more dangerous the g-force the and oh, that yeah. can happen on the road yeah. stuff like that um one other thing was uh the greater chance of drinking and driving. Oh, really? Because people will play these games, maybe like one or two drinks deep, thinking, oh, I could drive. Right, I could, okay, If I could yeah. drive 215 kilometers an hour in a video game, why can't mm. I drive home for five minutes? Yeah, no, I didn't even think that. So, That's true. Yeah, no, I found that really interesting that, yeah, it can definitely lead to something like that for sure. I could see how mm. that could happen. Um, I know that people, that's not their first thought when drinking and then thinking of going home. I don't think that's their first thought. Like, oh, no, I could do it would in be, NASCAR. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they may not want to, like, naturally just drink. They're like, oh, yeah, hey, before I go driving today, I'm going to have a couple. You know? It's more like you're at a party and you feel confident enough to drive after you've had yeah, a Yeah, yeah. It, but which can, which can cause. But, like, you, that confidence comes from uh, playing well, the game. Yeah, like the virtual world. And then you're like, oh, sh oh shit. You know, like, I, I was drinking when I was driving on the VR. Yeah. You know, I could do that in real life. Why not? Yeah um so i thought that was pretty yeah 
pretty crazy actually i did not expect that um which is which is really weird to me because i would never think like that i don't drink as as you yeah. know as you know but like even if i did i don't even think i would think of that no like because it, it drinking and driving is pretty like like locked in it's yeah. not good like you, you just don't do it like there's no reason it's just so stupid like i just don't get like i mean i understand like if you're at a party and you're trying to get home and then you're just like oh you know it's fine i'll just go like i can do it but there's, and i there's, understand that but it's just it's so broadcasted that it's such a terrible idea and you know that you're out of it when you're drinking you know even a little so, bit yeah i just don't understand like i understand how it happens on the rarest of occasions but i don't get how it's still so prevalent you know yeah yeah it's it's just weird, man. I don't understand it. And the thing too is that I like to think the best of people. It's who I am. I like to think the best of people, right? So I like to think that um, people can distinguish in between the virtual world and the real world. Oh, right, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I think that people are able to make that distinction, but I know that there's like a few odd cases where it's, it becomes so meddled in their mind that it just, you know. I think that's why games like Call of Duty and Mortal Kombat are rated R is because they're not made for kids who can't tell the difference. Exactly. So when parents say you're not old enough to play this game, it's not because of what's in the game, like killing someone's like, you can't handle the thought of killing someone. It's what's going to happen. Well, it's just like the trauma that the it leads trauma, to. The trauma know? that it could it's lead so to. Yeah. gory. It's so like, you know, like, I mean, you threw a grenade on someone, their whole body explodes, limbs are flying all over the place. And like, People that have been playing these games for a while and that can distinguish that this is virtual, it's not real, and then you don't like buy into it, then you're going to be able to like not be affected by it. But yeah. imagine like a kid who plays this for the first time and then sees that flying all over the place. Then at first it's going to be shock, and then after that they may just become used to it, and then they grow up in this world that, oh, this is you know completely fine to do this. That's another yeah. thing that I read is that kids who have played the game for long enough, yeah. if they do in real life experience a traumatic event like this, they they are less likely to have PTSD yeah. because of it because it's just so normal to them. Yeah. So, which is kind of crazy to me because yeah, like it, it decreases your chance of long-term trauma just because you're so used to like these intense, you know, and the thing too, that I've been really thinking about, about this topic is that um, in these games, like for, <laughs> thank you. Sorry, guys. <laughs> for, uh, for these racing and like shooting games and everything, it's always such high intensity. Like I know that yeah. we have, we just got watches for Christmas, right? Like we just got watches so that we can see our uh, our BPM per, <laughs> so like our beats per minute, and our heart rate. Our heart rate. I'm losing my mind. Nice. Anyway, we can finally see what that is, and we had no idea what it was before. We always knew that we were like we'd get like super hyped during these games, right? Yeah. But now we can actually see what we get at. I got up to like 160 the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing this game. I'm sitting down in my chair. I haven't done anything for an hour. The I'm just game. sitting here. And all of a sudden, I look at my watch. I'm at 160. Like, danger. Please calm down. I'm like, oh, my God. Sorry. Two minutes later, you got checkmated. In yeah, chess. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Still remember that Chess tournament. is intense, man. Chess? It, it's a sport. <laughs> it's underrated as a sport. <laughs> wait. Okay, wait. Hold on. No, way. I was about to say, is video games a sport? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait a second. That's no physical man. exertion. But it also kind of does. Esports is a, is a sport but anyway <laughs> dude is it though it is dude it's esports it's got sports in the name just okay so so what there's a lot of things have sport in the game doesn't mean there's like ea sports it's in the game that's a sport okay wait <laughs> it's in the name <laughs> <laughs> okay what i'm talking about is it's competitive it's entertaining yeah it's uh what was the other one it's physically exerting like i i don't know if you could be sweating 
But like it's definitely like a mental thing because goalies. Yeah. I know that goalies in soccer, they don't do a lot. They could not touch the ball the entire game, mm-hmm. and they could be dead tired at the end of the game yeah. just because of the mental part of it. Just like having to yeah. like focus a hundred percent of the time. And now you're gonna tell me that golf is yeah, not, it's exactly like it's golf. It's not though. <laughs> it, it's mentally. It, yeah, it's exerting for like two minutes every like 45 minutes. How did you know I was going to bring it up back to golf? Because I, I knew you were going to do that. Yeah, well, You always try to get golf in there. It's Okay, not how about this? Though. Curling. Boom. All right, we're not talking. Super about, mental. We're not ta- <laughs> we, we've already agreed that curling is a sport. All right, That's moving true. on. Okay. Um, Sorry, guys. We really like that topic. <laughs> we really, we, we were so excited to do that topic. Yep. Um, all right, let's go back. So we've said some of the... Um, the four the, points. The four arguments, yep. meaning video games do lead to violence. Well, I think that one thing, just like to wrap this um, like four point, is that um, there has been evidence, like there has been studies that um, this virtual violence and like these violent video games do do lead to like a form of release for people, like people that have um, anger issues or that have like anger. It's a form of release for them because it's like a high intensity game. And it's really uh, like a game that allows you to release all this anger that you have pent up. Um, it is seen as a form of release so the only worry then would then if this release doesn't happen through the video game what would happen there therefore you know so okay if video games weren't a thing and these violent video games weren't a thing but then people have like this dependency on it for this release then if that anger got released into like real world there is that danger so there is like that positive and then the negative yeah because of it yeah so like if violent video games for some reason we're about to get like banned right and like they're they're not released anywhere you can't find them anywhere they're gone right Mm -hmm. um you could see a huge increase in violence and like right assaults and you know gun violence stuff like that so um that could affect mental health but it's nothing right now it's just if they were to be taken away then you could see that uh, not having that release could lead to it and just that one other thing is the toxic culture around multiplayer games. Oh my god, it's like you and I we play a couple of these games and <laughs> the amount of times we've got into a game and just there's screaming. just people screaming in the mic or like not even like just like screaming. It's like it's well, just it's like yep. sl- slurs, you know, it's like Racial. insults. Yeah, it's just it's bad. So disgusting. Like it's just you it's walk toxic. out of there just feeling ugh, you know? Well, but that but I think what's great about that not that, but what's great about <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I Ben's can't... defending his stance on being able to insult people on video games. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you know what's great about this is that you can mute that now. Yeah, in that, some that games I really you can like. mute that because Finally. they ruin the game for a lot of people. A lot of people don't play the game because they think that they ruin the game for you and I. We hate that. Oh my God, we mute them all the time. I mute before the lobby even so like i'll hear somebody talking they, they don't even have to be swearing <laughs> mute it's just like they'll be saying it's like oh tj like uh, are you guys uh, staying on for a couple minutes i'm like oh my god shut up yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's just so angry now you know what what it is is that we have ptsd from the games from back like in 2013 oh, 14 god, true. like old black ops games where yeah. if you guys don't know but those old games the multiplayer lobbies were just a bunch of 14 year old 15 year old kids screaming into their mics yeah. screaming the most intense insults i think i've ever heard in my life and oh my God, yeah. you just walk out of there like you just went through a workout. You're sweating. You're like, oh, my God, I feel so insulted, you know? But, yeah, and I think that... Excuse me. <laughs> it it, 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 it kind of makes a culture around the game that's toxic but, like, also enjoyable. Because it's like, it yes, it, the, the things that are said are screwed up. Oh, don't, they're terrible. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on what <laughs> they say. But, like, um, it, you, you kind of have to laugh at it. You can't be... 
because it's there you can't stop it it's there and you yeah. kind of just it, the way i deal with things is just humor comedy yeah. so i just kind of have to laugh of it laugh at it sorry and it kind of makes it enjoyable for me but i still turn off the mic but like when we're in um war zone yeah and we kill someone and you just hear the, yeah there's this little um they call it a death mic which when you kill them that you can hear what they say into their mic mm-hmm. and some of the things are just amazing yeah they're hilarious it's amazing and i think that's something that's one of, one of my games. favorites of all time is when we were both playing and then at one point i think you had killed a guy and then i could hear like his death mic through your headphones <laughs> and then all he said was just like i hate this game <laughs> i was just laughing my ass off. like but it's it's part of the game and i think that that brings like a, a lightness to yeah. it like there's definitely a toxic element in the game but then there is um, you got to make up for it. There is some moments, and it's gotten better. Like kudos to you know Activision and all those companies to really make sure that that they can like delay the toxic culture a bit because it has been a lot better recently. And in the most recent game they put out, Cold War, it's been a lot better because you have like that mute function, and people have honestly been a lot better than in in the past. Like it's been a lot better. <laughs> Did you seriously just drink in the middle was, of my soliloquy? I was going to do more drinking in the mic, but then I was like, yeah, everyone's going to hate me. People with headphones, I'm yeah, really sorry. Yeah, for people who don't know, he's drinking Russian vodka. Um, no, no, I'm not. I'm drinking Starbucks Frappuccino. Yeah, I guess Mocha. It's, it gives the same effect, honestly. Yeah. If you guys don't know, that was the, that was the sound at the start of the video. It was my bottle falling. Exactly. My coffee falling, but... Anyways, we're moving on. We're gonna move to the against. Go for it. We only we, we only have so much time. We're trying to keep these episodes to like forty five minutes max. Yeah, so we don't want to bore you guys too much. Yeah, we for the past like ten minutes we've probably bored the hell out of you guys. Everybody's probably <laughs> left the uh, left the chat. Left the chat. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. My small. I don't have a. Okay. I do have a lot of points, but like they're big points. Yeah. Um. Okay. A study from University of New York mm-hmm. that I read today showed that no si- there was no significant connection in violent games such as Call of Duty, um, Mortal Kombat, and uh, Halo mm-hmm. that lead to violence in kids that are, not kids, but like m- males specifically that are 17 to 23. Mm-hmm. No connection. Yeah. But there was a connection in kids that were... 14 to 15 really which is weird yeah it's really weird because 14 and 15 you're in that phase where you're like you don't really know a lot of things like you feel like you know but you don't so like when you think that you know you're like okay i know i feel like at 14 you're just like you're like a guy on a first date you know what i mean you're like just a (laughs) guy first ever date or just a first just a first date okay because you're you're just like a mix of like a bunch of different faces for a couple of seconds, like a bunch of different people for a bunch of seconds. Yeah. And then just like agreeing with everything, you know, like <laughs> that's just like a dude on first date. That's what a 14 year old guy is like. Anyways. All right, fair, <laughs> fair enough. I don't know if that related to the subject, but I got oh, you. That's a fantastic analogy. Um, so I found that really interesting. Yeah, that, that is, it, that is it, weird. 17 year old or seven. Yes. The, I go. There's nothing for sixteen-year-olds. <laughs> there's like no study for the sixteen-year-olds. Like, no, nah, screw it. They're out of here. Yeah, they don't play video games. They just drive. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but personal experience, I've never met or heard of someone who has ever had a violent, like they've done something violent that, like, it showed that from vi- video games. Fuck, I can't speak, man. <laughs> it's Jesus. all good. Oh my I, god. Honestly, I feel like it would be really hard to correlate them because. 
you can't really see what someone's intention is. Like, it's so hard to analyze what someone's intention is behind a violent act. I mean, you can see it all the time. There's people who are like, you know, at all ages that can act violent, but you can't necessarily just lead that back. You can't lead that back to video games. Thank you. Please let me like, okay, you know what? Everyone on the Instagram, please give me a word bank of words to use instead of necessarily because I'm starting to lose my mind. Here, here. I'll give you one right now. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Necessarily. Synonyms. Automatically. (laughs) As a direct consequence. Oh my God. As a matter of choice. That's a tough one. Those are pretty good. Certainly. Certainly. That I like that one. Surely. Surely. Definitely. Surely is my aunt. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyways. Um, and like, I know that it's really hard to analyze intention. I swear to God, if you take another sip out of that thing. Oh. <laughs> I really apologize to all those people here who are trying to enjoy a good 2021 and then you have to hear Finn's drinking all the time. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so close to the mic. Oh, my God. Anyways. If I move, it'll make a really screechy noise, so I'm not going to do that. That's true. Um, what was I saying? You were talking about... Um... Oh, yeah. Like, it's hard to see intention in violence. You know, right. like, it's hard to see... Because we watched a really funny Bill Burr skit the other day, right? <laughs> yeah. And he had this one bit where he was saying that he has all this anger and this rage built inside of him yeah and then um at one point he had to give away his dog right because uh, he was having a kid and then he couldn't keep having the dog because the dog was crazy yeah anyways so he completely put it out of his mind until the dog had to leave the day of then as soon as he saw the dog leave then he was like going to tear up he went into the bathroom he teared up for one second put a lid on it and just shoved it all down right (laughs) and just built it into the anger and i feel like so many people do that so many people don't process their emotion and then it's just a buildup and that's how you can't really see what intention is that leads behind these violent acts because it could be just an amalgamation of so much stuff that leads to an outburst of anger and a outburst of violence so you can't automatically blame that on oh my god yes you can't automatically blame that on video games because i feel like someone who engages in a violent act won't it won't directly stem from video games but i think it helps it definitely is but one helps of the factors. Is the, helps is the wrong word. Factors, yeah. It's definitely one of the factors. One of the factors. For sure. Because how else you... Like, it, it's definitely... Like, you've definitely thought of, like, an idea. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're doing a violent act, like, you're definitely getting an idea from the game. Oh, for sure. Like, it probably one of the factors and one of the, like, inspirations for how the violent act, you know, Happens. comes about. Yeah. That will be stemming from video games a certain to a certain extent. 100%. The only thing that I have a little quarrel with is that... A lot of politicians in the U.S. use video games as a scapegoat to, like, explain why these mass shootings are happening, to explain why there's such violence in these young people. And that's the only part where I don't want to say it's all stemming from video games and why I'm still a little bit weird by saying that they are, like, a, um, a factor because... Honestly, the education system and the loose gun laws in the states are probably Shocking. so much more of a reason why there's so such violent behavior. I mean, you look at the education, the like public high schools in the states and even Canada, some of them are so bad. Like this just there's such a toxic environment and it leads to such anger and such, you know, just um angst and it's just really not uh, I think, a good system and then you mix that in with the loose gun laws well yeah no i was about to say and, you come back oh. to the gun laws and it's just it's so like shocking how well i guess i could use the word loose again because like it, how can how can you go to a corner store mm-hmm. and buy a gun you can buy ammo at walmart i don't you don't even have to have an id or anything you just buy ammo i don't get that like let's let's say like you uh 
like let's say your dad you know he doesn't really take good control of his guns in the house right and he doesn't keep them locked up or whatever dude goes and gets ammo at walmart and then he just takes the gun from his dad and there you go even a kid who's 16 can buy a gun in the states um, and we're talking about we're not talking about like pistols too like we are talking oh. about pistols we're talking about heavy heavy duty. assault rifles yeah. and like like guns you use in the military kind oh, yeah. of stuff like maybe AR-15s. like 15s yeah like maybe not like military grade stuff no but they're dangerous but, but oh no, of course they're dangerous they're mass murder weapons you know well it's i just don't get it like how can how can a politician these people are supposed to be educated beyond belief hmm. some of the most educated people in america yeah and they're saying that video games well, well they, they they know it's not video games they they're know just it's not saying it's video games so they don't see them like they because they don't want to invest money in um reforming the education system and they still want to get the votes from the republicans who are all yeah. pro-gun you know all don't change my gun laws i need to have my weapons you know because if they do a radical change against the gun laws or they blame it or they go out on a press release and they say that um actually it's not video games a reason it's actually the education system or the gun laws you know that are allowing these people to get these uh from a republican senator then or not even a senator but just a politician then after they're going to be decimated by their by their uh people that are supporting them because yeah. no no democrat's going to go vote for a republican politician just because at one day they come out and they say oh yeah maybe because of the loose gun laws you know they're not going to switch their votes and then that republican loses all the votes from their support their yeah. supporting cast so i think bottom line it all comes down to the education system oh it really does if you're educated you kind of know that guns aren't great but like the education system isn't strong enough to tell you that guns aren't great no literally so it's uh it's it's just shocking it I just stems from it. a young age too like if ever there was like um even if like the gun laws like the age didn't change and like it was still accessible right if there was then like in canada what i really like is that there's a whole program you need to go through before you can get a gun license yeah you have to learn the uh danger of these guns you have to learn how to treat them properly and how to like you know respect that this is a thing that could lead to mass killing you know right. and to learn how to use it properly and that's what needs to change but anyways i'm getting too political here yeah we need to move on so <laughs> we've talked about gun control yeah. <laughs> in video games um let's talk about other games that are not um war related yeah like maybe, racing type of thing no maybe not even racing maybe even just sports mm. we i read something somewhere um about how games like uh fifa nba madden and nhl, NHL so sports games can lead to anxiety and depression i wonder if chess does the same thing you know because sport but um okay <laughs> um all right so basically it said that it could lead to anxiety because there's only one result, really. Yeah. Like, one result that's going to make your mood down. Yeah. So, like, if you're not good at the game, let's say, and mm -hmm. you lose, let's say, 10 games in a row, yeah. that could cause a bit of a depression. Yeah. And just get you anger and yeah. just really, like, I don't know, tense and stuff like that. Oh, I've had that before. Like, I've had unwarranted anger at one point when, like, because you have, like, these challenges to complete on some games, right? Mm. Uh, you like just I, couldn't do it. And I just couldn't do it. I, I probably spent an hour trying to complete this <laughs> one challenge, and I couldn't do it. And I had such, like, 
built up anger built up anger from it and mm-hmm. then i just i then i went to the gym afterwards and i probably pumped the most that i ever did in my entire <laughs> life just because i have so much anger from this game but i can see where that anger stems from yeah well exactly like i this is back to like college yeah, i went like three and 12 this morning and i just wanted to like throw something at the wall like i didn't i, did, I just i just hated myself i was like why is this just happening losing your mind oh my gosh uh that's so, but it, like, it definitely brings an anxiety to the. Oh, next. it does. It, it ruins your confidence. By the way, mm-hmm. games like this, like you lose, let's say seven three on FIFA. It's not not even seven three. Let's say seven one, you get crushed. Yep. Um, that ruins your confidence. A oh, bit. it literally it it crushes you. It crushes you. If it just makes you feel weak and like you know it just because it's something that especially if you are good typically and then you're just for one yeah. day you're not playing well even like in a sports game right or. Yeah. Um, you can see how like it correlates to real life a lot. Like let's say for a real sport, right? Like let's say you're you're going to play a soccer game, right? Right. And then you just have a really shitty game. You don't play well. Yeah. It it destroys you. And then yeah. the thing too is that then when you do that in virtual reality, even though it's virtual, it's it still it's still a little bit realistic. You know, like there yeah. is some realistic elements to it. So you do get like those anxious moments, and you do get like sad from it, and it does build up anger. So you definitely have to have a release other than the video games to be able to properly process the emotions that stem from them. But yeah. I wonder, I didn't do research on this, but I wonder if playing a sports game long enough and becoming really good at the game mm-hmm. makes you more confident playing in real life. I definitely, It definitely does, I feel like. Well, I know that a lot of professional athletes play the video games For- during the off season. I know Formula One racers have like the the full-on oh the full setup yeah. the full setup that's like in their car kind of thing mm. with like the steering wheel everything it's like the same to... way that uh the pilots here you know like when they yeah, have their yeah, the uh, sims. Thing, you're in a plane you're yeah. actually doing the sim in the plane it's crazy which is probably important before you go up in the air i'd think maybe <laughs> um but uh let's move shift a little bit yeah to something you wrote down i'm pretty sure yeah about smaller things like uh hunting fishing games like kind of maybe not intensifying Mm -hmm. the guns kind of well the thing that i was that i was thinking of is like um for example someone who grows up in a culture of like uh going hunting going fishing right um they see what it's like to uh, like this is more related to like than call of duty and like the gun violence type of thing um you see the um, up right in front of you what it's like to kill something you know not many people see that. Not many people yeah. experience that as a child to see what it's like to kill something. Like no one really has ever really shot a deer. I know a lot of people in my hometown go hunting yeah. and they tell me that um, killing something is a surreal experience. It's not something that I would ever want to do type no, of thing. No. But I know that some people uh, do it, you know. Like, yeah, um, yeah. We were just wait. I, like when I was home in uh, Alberta, I, I drove over a, a pigeon once oh. and I just... I just I wanted to like pull over and just give myself like three minutes on my own, like give it a moment of silence, maybe yeah. like play a little song for it. Like, like maybe I get a shoebox, you know, pigeon, put a, <laughs> a pigeon. I don't have any connection with it. It yeah. flew in front of my car. Yeah. Everything like this. No connection at all. No, and I exactly. felt horrible. And you feel such remorse and such, you know. Now, imagine a human being mm-hmm. who's got a family just like yours, mm-hmm. who's got like who's just as smart as you, who's doing this for their country like you are. Mm-hmm. And you killing them. Yeah. Like, that's just... Well, and the thing, too, is that then, like, if you take it a step down and you just go to hunting, like... Oh, it's I think, just an animal, yeah. Well, it's an animal. Not just but, an animal, but you know what I, I know. mean? <laughs> like, it's an animal. It's a living thing. Yeah, and yeah. then you're, you know, cutting its life out, te- yeah, yeah. theoretically. And 
I understand how hunting was a thing in the past, and I know that that's how we get our meat, you know, and that's how we get our food is, you know, yeah. you have to kill animals. But the only thing, though, is that um, going out and doing it as a recreation, recreational activity, I'm, I just don't... I see that's a little under- harsh. And the, the thing, too, is that I see how that can, like, demonstrate to young children how guns are needed to be handled well. And that's yeah. a good way to teach people that, you know, killing something is a serious thing. Like, an, and killing an animal... Even like I remember when I was young, even seeing like a, a mouse in the mouse trap, right? Yeah, yeah. It would crush me. It was just like, oh my god! Like I can't believe like that was moving like you know twelve hours ago, you know. Yeah. And it's just like this whole thing where it's so hard to picture it. So I feel like at some point we should have an episode on just hunting and stuff like that, and bring someone who is a hunter and just see yeah, what it's yeah. you know what their thoughts are on it and stuff. Also, big news. Not big news, but like bigger news. Yeah. We are having guests soon yep very very soon. very very soon so yep. maybe i'd say like maybe not next week but maybe the week after we will have guests yeah we're uh, trying to set up in the studio right here a way to be able to uh, get zoom calls to call in so we could have guests on zoom as well so it doesn't even have to be people that are in the surrounding area so if you want to be in the episode or yep. in a episode just dm one of us or even Absolutely. just dm the uh, contentious opinions instagram chat just with plug a- <laughs> contentious opinion contentious underscore opinions yeah. but um just just give us a little like what you want to talk about what you're passionate about we don't want to push you into anything that you don't want to talk about like if we want to talk about um i don't know something that you don't want to talk about yeah like we have a, uh, a a massive list <laughs> we have a massive list of uh potential guests and people that have reached out to us of um stuff that they're interested in and we put like a little bio so something that we can uh, build a topic around exactly uh so we already have a list but um if you want to add your name to it uh feel free to dm us we'd love to uh, get more guests on and uh we're planning to continue this all throughout the summer as well so i mean we can uh definitely do some uh some more virtual type of uh type of podcast so if ever you guys are interested feel free to dm us send us a little message and uh, we'll definitely uh, put you into the list also don't be worried about how contentious the opinion is Oh, it really doesn't matter. We um, we're fine with getting political. Oh, absolutely. We're we're both pretty educated. We're well read. (laughs) And obviously, if you're if we're not educated, we can get educated. So, like, if it's something that you feel like you're the only person that really knows about it, but you really want to talk about it, still tell us because that is something that a hundred percent we would. Before every episode, we research. We research a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, don't be afraid because this is this this is something we're really passionate about, and we want to hear everybody's opinion we love learning this is this is a huge learning experience for seven i at least absolutely i've learned tons of stuff already mm-hmm. so um yeah don't be afraid so uh let's go to the final opinion oh, yeah final opinion on the topic video games lead to violent behavior you go first well at first i was saying that violent uh video games don't lead to violent behavior i didn't uh, i was just saying i don't really believe into it and honestly that doesn't really change yeah um, no like, I feel like there is definitely a certain aspect of um, if video games were suddenly banned or taken away, mm-hmm. then there you could see a huge increase in violent behavior. Right. But I feel like um, these violent video games are a type of release for a lot of people, and um, they really help in a certain way. But it does create this, like, you know, this double incentive where then you have, like, this dependency on the video games. So maybe that's a little scary where you can see like addiction problems and you can see like dependency problems on these violent video games for that release. But um, at the moment for what things are, I think that video games don't lead to violent behavior. And there's such a small sample size of um, like killings and stuff that have stemmed from young children and young people 
that it's really hard to just completely correlate that to video games. Maybe there's a yeah. certain aspect or a certain factor of it that is part of it, but it's I really also, don't think it's a direct causation. 100% agree. And the chances, like the few, few uh, cases where video games are the reason, it's the individual, right? It's based on like how the individual just is and maybe the environment they grew up around them. Well, that's it. It's just so many other factors that go into it. It's not yeah. just the video games, even though they could be an incentive. It's not Every, like I'd say there's probably like ninety percent of, maybe even higher, ninety percent of kids play mm-hmm. video games. No, oh, probably nowadays. Yeah. Um, that they're they're gonna make it a cause because like he still plays it, but mm-hmm. like it could have had nothing to do with the the actual mm-hmm. um and event. That's, yeah. And that's what politicians try to you know scream out loud is or the republican ones especially they're saying that uh video games are the main cause and they're the reason for all this violent behavior right that's the main thing but anyways what your stance hasn't changed as well no i completely agree with what you said that's the it's it's exactly what i think i think that video games actually are beneficial Mm -hmm. a lot in a lot of ways like i said i have a little chart here that i found actually that it just lists off like 30 different uh like benefits like cognitive skills motivational benefits emotional benefits social benefits and it's like telling me all the the game types Mm -hmm. so like shooter and action games help with cognitive skills like faster and more accurate attention allocations Mm. like high um like enhanced mental rotation abilities Mm. so like just just different things that help you it's like it trains your brain especially at this young age when you're learning everything i think it's really important no it really is so I don't think that it leads to violence. I think it actually helps you in the long run. Mm. Just learn things. If you can separate reality from the virtual. And then again, we have that optimistic side of us where, you know, we think that people can do that and can do that on their own. Like, I definitely think that um, if you're like, if you're like under the age of 14, then video games are not meant for you. You know, well, certain video games are certain video games like Call of Duty and like, you know, the ones that are very gruesome and type of stuff. those ones may not be the best but like sports video games are fine and like all that but um like i do think that um teaching people before they start getting into these video games and the violent ones teaching them that this is virtual and this is not real life and really you know exemplifying that this is not you know what the world should be like then that's something that you can then get them into video games afterwards but you definitely have to have that education beforehand because if not then that's uh you could lead to some scary stuff like i've heard a bunch of stories of uh young children like a eight nine ten years old you know who play a violent video game and then become very aggressive toward their siblings and stuff like that so you know there is that whole thing and that there is studies on that um so you definitely have to be old enough you have to have the cognitive skills to be able to play these games but um afterwards it does lead to some benefits and it does lead to you know um some pretty good health benefits as well. Um, obviously, you can't get addicted to it and you know just play video games and still have your fitness and all that. But yeah. um, they definitely do have some abilities as long as it's used in moderation. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what do we cap out at this time? Well, you know what? Um, I just want to you know wish everyone a great 2021. Back. I know that 2020 was not uh, the best year. I know that it one. was a, <laughs> a rough one for a lot of people, but. Um, honestly this new year it's going to be pretty similar at first you know it's going to be uh i'd say first half is going to be pretty similar yeah i'm honestly i'm just crossing my fingers i'm saying that 2022 will be back to normal i'm saying that 2022 will finally be back to normal and we'll be back i'm sure that at some point 2021 we'll get back to somewhat what we were before yeah but i think that i'm really just 
because I don't want to get my hopes up again and then get crushed, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm saying that 2022 is the year. That's when everything's going to be, you know, going better. You know, we'll have concerts again, like that type of stuff. But um, that doesn't mean there's no reason to enjoy this year and to, uh, you know, try and enjoy it at its fullest. And uh, we're going to be putting out new episodes probably every week as uh, as much as we can. So uh, if ever this episode, I don't know why this podcast would be your release, but, you know, if ever you're looking for some entertainment or something. Yeah. Hopefully we can cut that out for you. I don't know why you listen to us to do that, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, you'd only listen to us if you're like really bored. If you're really like bored. last resort is usually us. You you want to hear my voice while you fall asleep? Well, I go for it. I just want to thank everybody for our weekly <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have what do we have? Like I don't want to say it. Never mind. We'll keep it a secret. We'll keep it a secret. We have we we're doing well though. I'm really happy and I'm thankful for everyone who's listened and reached out saying that they love the podcast mm-hmm. and love what's going on. So. Thank you to everyone who's uh, reached out, who's uh, who's listening still. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, again, if ever you have opinions on today's episode, feel free. We're, uh, we'll create a little post or something where you can uh, put your comments or put your uh, whatever you want. You can even DM us with your comments. That's no problem um, because we want to get we want people to get engaged with the show. If you uh, if you feel like it and you want to you have an opinion on the topic, feel free to definitely send us a little message. We'd love to hear from you. Today's shout out goes to Chris the Big Man Carson. <laughs> What's up, Chris? What's up, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how that cereal bowl is doing. <laughs> it's a little inside joke for people who don't know Chris. But, yeah. uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris, Seb and I it. broke into a cabin the other week. <laughs> <laughs> we broke into a cabin. It was awesome. Supposedly it was Chris's. Who knows? We're just going to leave it like I mean, that. The fridge doors were open. So. Yeah. All right. But uh, anyways, Chris, uh, thank you for the road trip the other day. Really appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think with that, we could uh, probably... Uh, Call it a day. Yeah. Thank you for listening and uh, enjoy your 2021, guys. Happy New Year, guys. You know, uh, I kind of have a serious question to ask you. Go on. You ready? Yep. So I've been thinking a lot about this. All right. And uh, what does the fox say? Oh, oh, God, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. Well, maybe that could Contentious be Contentious Opinion, <laughs> episode <laughs> nine. <laughs>